Hello and welcome to yet another episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. This is your host, Dan Hansen, and this particular episode is on fantasy football. So for the first time in a long time, I'm actually commissioning my own fantasy football league. And let me tell you something. It has been a nightmare. So uh, all these fantasy football websites, they should really create one that women are able to use. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, women are on their phones all day, but you send them an invite link, and all of a sudden, they're just this damsel in distress. It's like the 1950s, and they're up in a castle somewhere, and you have to come fucking save them. Uh, and, like, it's like, you click the link. If you don't have an account, you create an account. Like, you can be at any department store in the mall, and the cashier will be like, do you have a membership with us? And your girlfriend will be like, oh, yeah, of course. Here you go. And yet... For ESPN, they cannot figure out how to create a goddamn account. So, I don't know. Uh, if I do this again next year, uh, definitely just no women allowed. Um, you know, having women in your fantasy football league is a lot like dating a 23-year-old. It seems like a great idea until you actually do it. In any case, uh, let's uh, dive into to fantasy football. Uh, so whenever someone asks me like, Hey, you know, Dan, you got any advice? I'm in a work league. I don't really know anything about fantasy football. You got any tips? Uh, here's what I tell them. Uh, number one, wait until the last two rounds to draft a defense and a kicker. Uh, number two, don't draft a backup tight end. Uh, rule number three, draft your starters before you worry about your backups and the final and most important rule is just draft the top guy on the list who's ever fallen to you. Just draft him. And so I came up with these rules because I used to be obsessed with fantasy football. And I would play against other people who were obsessed with fantasy football. And one thing I noticed is, you know, sometimes a guy wouldn't be able to make it, so the computer would auto-draft for him. And it's like the computer would have a good draft. Like round after round, they just have steal after steal, value after value. When the when the draft was done, they'd have a pretty good team. And like, yeah, the computer would usually fuck them over by drafting like four tight ends or a backup kicker or something. But even besides that, it'd be a good team. So that's how I came up with the idea for this list of rules. And I really base it off the concept of index investing, like the S&P 500. It's the same concept. You can know nothing about stocks, but if you invest in the S&P 500, you're going to get a better return than the average investor. So, so same with this. If you don't know anything about football, just follow these rules. And the reason why it works is because when you just draft the top guy off the board, that means you're never reaching for anyone. You're never overpaying for anyone. And instead, like you have to be just collecting value. And that's going to add up over the course of the draft. And the other rules are in place just to keep you from making the mistakes the computer makes, like drafting four tight ends or et cetera. All right, so uh, you've drafted. Now the season's starting. Who should you start? Uh, start your studs. Like The guys you drafted early, you drafted early for a reason because they're good players. So start them. And it is going to happen where you draft a guy early and he sucks. And, you know, and you're like, oh, man, I should bench this guy or get rid of him. Don't do it. Like, just sit and hold. Sit and hold. Like, two games, three games, four games, it, it happens. People go through a dry spell. It happens. 
the, all the fantasy football media is going to convince you that, oh, you should be, you know, this big carousel starting and benching and doing all this, you know, all, every week, just doing all this work. Yeah, that's because they want clicks. They want ad revenue. Okay, but in reality, just play your studs. And so, like, for matchups, for example, how many times have I heard this in my life where someone's like, oh, yeah, I benched my starting quarterback because it was a bad matchup? It's like, start your starters. Like, matchups, they're not that big a deal. Yeah, if you have, like, two marginal players and one is a better matchup, go with them. But if you have a great player and a good player, go with the great player. That's why he's a great player. So, start your studs. Uh, next thing is about injuries. So if the guy doesn't practice on Wednesday, it doesn't matter. Doesn't practice on Thursday, doesn't matter. If he doesn't practice on Friday, it starts to be a, con- a concern. Typically, if the guy is questionable, you're okay. Doubtful, he's probably not going to start, but questionable, you're okay. If you're really concerned, Sunday morning, you can look at the injury report. Teams have to be pretty forthcoming about that kind of stuff. Otherwise, they can get in trouble. So uh, it's not really not a big deal. Uh, the IR slot. Uh, someone asked me, well, you know, how do you know when to hold on to an injured player? Well, it really depends. So if you're confident you can make the playoffs without that slot, then go ahead and hold this guy who might be back later in the season to help you win the playoffs. But if you need to make the playoffs, then you don't, ha- you can't waste an, a bench spot on an injured player. Like you need to make the playoffs. So it really just kind of depends. And then finally trades, uh, realize 90% of the trades you're offered are just bullshit. Like trades happen in fantasy football, like a thousand percent more often than they happen in real life. It's like when you're on Twitter and like, everyone's like, Apple should buy this. So this person should buy a Nintendo. It, like acquisitions happen way more on Twitter than they happen in real life. So uh, point being just uh, searching for a point actually is just ignore the trades. Like if, if you're a new player, people are going to try to take advantage of you. Um, even if you're not, they're going to send you a shitty trade request. If you just ignore every trade request, you're probably better off. If you want to ask a friend if you should do a trade, like, fine. But if you just ignored everyone, I'd be better off. Uh, and then, finally, all I really have to say is, if you want more advanced uh, fantasy football advice, I'd actually highly recommend the fantasy football guys, uh, Lyle Conkeel and Kevin Moore. I listen to them a lot. And th- those are my favorites uh, back in the day. I listen to them, ESPN Fantasy Focus with Matthew Barry and Nate Ravitz. Uh, the CBS ones, I like Jamie Eisenberg. They're a guy I fucking sucked. Um, NFL football today with Dennis Green's son was really good. Dennis Green was the, they are who we thought they were NFL coach from 2006, Arizona Cardinals, Chicago bears. Anyone, anyone, any case. Yeah, that was his son. And uh, I really liked the guy, but he ended up getting busted for cocaine and uh, child porn. So that was too bad anyway. Uh, but yeah, you know, who hasn't been busted for child porn is the fancy football guys. So let's end with that plug. This has been Dan Hansen with yet another episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. And you have a great day and good luck in your fantasy football leagues because you're going to need it.